You are listening to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Please like and subscribe. Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. It's my esteemed pleasure to have on, I believe I consider him a country singer, but also a rocker too. Mr. Leif Shively, how are you today? Doing good, man. Uh, glad to be talking to you, brother. Thank you so much for taking the time. Is it Shively or Shively? Uh, Shively. Okay, I did have her right. All right. I was, I was, you know, I was you know, kind of one for two. I wasn't sure. You know, throw it out there. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit of a weird name, man. Okay, you're talking to a guy with the name Char, really? <laughs> hey, true, true. That is, hey, it's the first time I've ever heard that one. You know, so anyways, how you doing today, brother? You doing all right? Uh, doing great, man, doing great. I really appreciate you taking the time. I almost was late on opening up with this because of the fact, you know, I'm, I'm going to get to it in a minute. One of the songs you recorded is one of my favorite songs, and it is absolutely ridiculous how nice of a job you did. I mean, you rocked the place, but I'll get to that in a minute. But I mean, I was listening through your work, and I had to do it again. And you know, and I I always go through things. But man, I'll tell you what, I have to find out who are your influences. Man, uh, I have a lot of influences. Uh, at, at the heart of things, I'd say Skinner, Leonard Skinner, obviously, uh, Blackberry Smoke, uh, Led Zeppelin, uh, really just the rock. I mean, just rock greats in general. Uh, I like a lot of stuff. Because I mean, man, you have you have a you have that you can have that great country sound, and you can kind of kind of go reach into that old school spot. But then, man, I'll tell you what, then you could rock it up, and you can really go to town. Yeah, I'm trying to mix 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 it up as much as I can, kind of genre bend a bit. I got you, yeah, and you're playing it very well. Now, let me tell you, I, I'll tell you what, you had me with a pretend song. Now, talk to me a little bit about that. That's a really cool song, man. I really dig it. I think a lot of people can identify with it in a million different ways. Well written, uh, well recorded. Talk to me a little bit about "Pretend." Uh, long story short, it's a it's a heartbreaking song. Uh, it's about you know a relationship I was in for a long time, and uh, essentially you you don't start to recognize that person anymore. One day when you wake up and uh, you're you're together, but you really don't know the reason why, and pretty much. You're living in this glass house, and you're playing pretend. You're you're what reality is not. You're you're not living in reality, right? Well, man, I mean, you know, and did you write this? Yeah, I did. I did write this. Man, let me let me tell you. Um, you know, man, I can identify first of all. Um, you know, but uh, it's well written, like I said, and well played. Uh, you know, it kind of takes you on a, a really rough journey. And, uh, you know, but I know that a lot of people have been there and, you know, the idea of you reaching out to the masses and showing, you know, and, and as an entertainer, I have to point out to our listeners, that a lot of times, you know, or our listeners point out to us, people forget that, you know, people in show business and everything else also have to go through these things. Right. So here you are up on a stage and you're singing about the song or you, or you make this, you know, you record this out, you know, record this music and all of a sudden, they're like, well, geez, you know, this cat's going through what I've been through. You know, male or females listen to it, saying, I've been through this, and I know what it's like. And I really feel you kind of really touched a lot of people with this song, man. Or you will be touching a lot of people with this song. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, it's, like I said, very personal, you know. Yeah, well done, man, well done. Now, um, you know, when we're in love, talk to me about that. Um. It's it's kind of a call back to that feeling that you felt like when you first met your first love. You know, I guess you'd say you know you're that first love you met in high school, and right. then 
that just that feeling that kind of you you always kind of wonder how how, the, how those people are how do they turn out you know just those questions and it just kind of takes you back to a different time in your life you know I got gotcha. you I liked it much different you change it up a bit in that you know but but uh, well you know I, I like the way it was arranged and everything else um, I have to say bringing up uh, the next song. I'm going to say, I, I, I listened to this song and I was like, you got to be kidding me. This guy recorded When Doves Cry. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, you know, and, 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 the, and the opening lines are some, some of the greatest lines ever written, you know, by, you know, and, and I don't remember if, I don't remember if Prince wrote this or not, so I don't want to, I don't want to off, but it's a fantastic song. But all of a sudden you open this song up and, you know, and you're doing it and, you're going right through the motions and you took me on the ride. And then I said, wait a minute, this is, this is a Prince song. And I was like, damn, you know, and by the way, the hell of a guitarist in there. I mean, you know, I don't know who's playing the guitar in that, but my gosh, they rocked it. Uh, that's me and Kyle Roof doing uh, harmonies together. That is, um, that is crazy. Well, uh, Side note, we, we have a studio, and we, we were both session guitarists, and he's session pedal steel guy, and we, uh, so we, so we play a lot of guitar. Man, when I grew up, I want to play guitar like you. <laughs> you know, that was really, really cool. So obviously, I mean, you know, you recorded your song with a lot of passion and everything else, and obviously you dig the songs. Are you a Prince fan? I'm a huge Prince fan. Huge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Governor. He was a genius. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, watch, watching him on stage, I mean, I was a fan the first day I saw him on stage. I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy can rock. And and, and, and I have to say, a lot of people don't give him his guitar credits that he should have either, right, as a guitarist. Oh, no, he could rip. He could really rip it up. Uh, like when he played at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that was uh, just epic. Or even the Super Bowl performance. Uh, just amazing. Oh, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt, what made you record that song? Um, I wanted to take something that was kind of out of left field and make it something, you know, something that was kind of odd that people knew, but also like and try to make it something that you wouldn't expect it to be. Like that song when I first heard it, I wouldn't expect it to be a rock song. Right. But I, I was like, let's just see, and you know, it was it was fun to do. It was it was kind of a challenge. You basically you got to create all new music. And just and maybe like try to put a little bit of the melody in, but you can create all the new music and make it something completely different. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing because you know you you start getting into that. I mean, it's not part of the fun, but you start getting into that rock and roll worldy area. You know, you you know you have to do well, or you're going to get stoned. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And that, that, that's a tough one to live up to. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think you came at it uh, with an approach. You didn't try to, you know, match it cover for cover, and a part of it is, like you said, you recreated a couple spots there, leaving the truest parts of the song there and and just kind of, you know, putting your touches on it. And I, you know, I, like I said, I went back, and that's almost what made me late for the show. You know, I'm almost late for my own, my own damn show listening to this again. <laughs> and, you know, so that was really cool, but I mean... Um, Obviously, you you put some great influences, uh, you know, together with this with this these couple of songs you have out. I mean, uh, you know, how long have you been? What was your idea of singing and songwriting and that kind of part that you had to kind of put some things into your own touch? What made you want to be a, a songwriter too? 
Um, it, it was it was kind of weird. Uh, honestly, I'd all I'd ever wanted to be was a guitar player, pretty much. And uh, then I guess you start to get older, and you're just kind of like, I, I have some thoughts, I have a few ideas, and I, I want to get these out here. And uh, before I knew it, things just kind of piled on. I recorded one song, and they started playing it a lot on the radio. And I was like, well, maybe maybe I can do this besides just being a guitar player for hire. Right. I have to ask you that. When you're cruising down the road or whatever else is, and all of a sudden and you catch your song on the radio, how is that, man? Uh, it feels awesome. There's uh, uh, There really is nothing like it. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. I guess cause that's, that's what you always envision is hearing your song on the radio. Right. People hear it the first time. So, yeah, it, it, it feels great. You know, it, it, it's funny. From, from up-and-coming talent to the biggest stars – I love when, you know, I ask that, and they say, dude, all of a sudden, you know, they'll look and say, oh, that's me, you know, I mean, that's really cool, and they still dig it, and, you know, and, and, you, and you dig it, to, you know, you, you feel that too, and I think it's really neat to sit there and say, hey, man, look, hey, that's me, you know, I mean, what'd you do the first time you heard your song on the radio? Were you with friends, or were you alone? Uh, I was actually by myself. I was at work, and uh, I didn't even know that my friends had submitted it to the radio station. And uh, so all of a sudden, I started getting phone calls from all my friends. They, they heard my song, so I didn't even get to hear it the first time. <laughs> I, I, got to, I, I got to hear it the, like, the next, like, it was like two hours later that they played it again. So I got to hear it later. Um, so we, were you with your boys like then? You know, the cats are hanging out at work as, as your song was playing? Yeah, uh, essentially, because... Um, I was doing it at the time. I was uh, I was playing every weekend, and but I was also working in the oil field doing uh, I and E, like you know, a lot of the techs. And uh, pretty much, they're like, "Dude, your song's on the radio." They were in their truck away from me, and they're like, "Dude, your song's on the radio." I'm like, "What? Why, why is it on the radio? I mean, I was surprised. I didn't know. But so so I so anyway, I I knew the corporate was. It had to be of uh, uh, my bass player, uh, Corey Vandiver. He had uh, given it to the radio station. And I didn't know, so <laughs> I was like, oh, "That's cool," you know. That's pretty badass, man. I mean, you know, especially when people, you know, ringing you up and stuff. Hey, dude, you know, you're on the radio, and you're like, "What?" You know, <laughs> that's that is pretty cool. Um, you know, so what do we, what do we, what do you have working on right now, buddy? Uh, currently, I'm go- I'm I'm trying to really, I'm releasing a single every uh, four to six weeks right now. Uh, with Smith Music, that's kind of what they wanted me to do. Singles are, I guess, kind of the way to go. Uh, I'm going to be releasing uh, a song called uh, that song "We Were in Love." It comes out six ten twenty two. Six ten twenty two. Yeah, and uh, and about a month out for, after that one, I'll be releasing a song called "Reckless." Reckless, nice. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, man. I mean, the, the funny thing it is is with you know. In Love Song is kind of one of those things that I think really just kind of gets that, I call it the honeymoon phase. Yeah. You know, and it's so far different from Pretend, but I literally, my notes are great song, we were in love, and, and, and Pretend, I got wow. And then I put right beside, when Doves Cry, I put rocks it. You know, so I mean, uh, you know, that's, you know, you, you kind of, you know, I told you you hit sacred ground there with Prince and did one hell of a job. But, I mean, you know, pretend, I absolutely, you you, you had a fan right off of pretend. You had, that was the first song I listened to of yours. 
And I actually, I actually did not get that from, I hadn't looked at it, listened to it from uh, your PR packet yet. I actually gone on the YouTube channel. Everybody go check out and like and subscribe. And, uh, you know, I hit that up and I was like, man, this is, this is really a badass song. And a lot of people can identify with this and walk, walk through it and everything else. I mean, that, that's really, that's really good radio stuff right there, buddy. Uh, thank you, man. Uh, like I said, that's that that's one of the more personal songs I've ever done. And because uh, you know, when you marry someone, I actually married that girl right out of high school. Wow. And, and I was when we were together for eight years. You change a lot, uh, and sadly, she is no longer around. That's kind of somewhere with a song like she's no longer alive. Um, she she had a she had a little bit of an opiate dependency. And, uh, so that's also part of the end is, uh, the person you once knew is not really there because when people get like that, sometimes they can become a zombie. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry for the loss all the way around to that. Prayers on that one. That's a rough one. Um, so, you know, I, I'll tell you to put it to paper, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you just to kind of, uh, uh, lighten that part up a little bit to you being a singer and a songwriter. Um, is it something that the spirit gets you? Is it you're going to sit down on Tuesday and you're going to write a song with pals or yourself? Or, or when you hear something, it's a hook? Or is it just all the above? It really can be all the above. Uh, I would say most of the time I'll be playing a riff or something and it reminds me of, it sounds like a feeling. Does that, that makes any sense? Well, could so, and then, Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, like uh, if you play a riff or you play something and it just has a certain sound to it, then it's then maybe it's some for some reason it relates to some thought or story you had, and then it just kind of like pretty much the guitar doesn't work for you. And see, that's the thing is that every great singer songwriter I've had on the show basically says the same thing. I mean, it's it's a whole package. It's just not one deal. <clears throat> you know, it kind of all of a sudden it kind of fits right into that. You know, and and you and you're fitting right in with with the whole uh, bit of it. I mean, I really, I really feel that you, you know, you'll get some really great, uh, attention and reactions with these songs, you know, you, you, you put together and, uh, are you on tour right now or are you going on tour? Uh, not right now. I'm going to be booking more shows. I go as of lately, I've just been doing a lot of session work and mainly focusing on doing videos and trying to get all my stuff together to where I can get out to um, cause like, I, I, like, for example, today I'm filming a music video today for We Were In Love. Nice. And, uh, um, and, and like I said, I, I'm constantly playing on people's stuff, you know, seven days a week right now, which I will be able to like go off after the five songs are out. I'll be able to really like go, go, go and kind of, you know, get, get out where I need to be. Uh, but right now I'm pretty much just trying to lay that foundation so where I can like I went out and played last weekend, you know, but uh, I don't mean like weekend warrior. I want to be out doing it three or four days a week, like constant. Right now, you know, as far as guitar work, who are your influences? Oh, uh, obviously the great Eddie Van Halen. Um, uh, I'd say Chris Buck. He's a he's a hot shot Nashville cat over towards Nashville. Great player. Um, uh, slash, I mean, uh, there, uh, 
there's so many to name. Uh, I, I, I would have to put, uh, I put Vivian Campbell on there too. Um, uh, 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 Richie Cotson. Oh, I mean, it's just uh, uh, Steve Ray Ball. I mean, just God, there's so, there's so many great players. Uh, I could go on forever just naming all the players I love. If you, if you could pick one guitarist to play with, who would it be? Alive or dead? Alive or dead? <clears throat> Man, I would probably have to I, I mean, he recently died. I'd have to go with Eddie. I can dig it, definitely, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, because Eddie changed the game. Yeah, it made it look so damn easy too. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, and, and he, he like uh, he he bought, he made it to where you uh, really had to practice to be good, and uh, and he did it while making things like melodic, not just playing fast. He's a melodic player. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I have to do it, and I'm and I'm actually I have playing in the background. I actually have your "When Doves Cry" video playing in the background as, as I speak. You know. Um, you're a gym guy, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I like I like to lift weights and stuff. Mainly, I like I like to try to keep myself in shape because you know, like when I was growing up, I was really heavy set, really heavy kid, and I was like, well, you know, if I'm gonna be up here, I'm gonna have to be playing on stage all the time. Uh, you know, I don't want people making fun of me. I already feel like I look funny up here. <laughs> you know, <so. laughs> right? I can identify on all grounds of that. Um, you know, and, uh, and wound up, wound up being an athlete and working out, but, but, you know, COVID-19 came in somebody lost it. I found it. So I got, I got to hit my butt back in the gym. So, I mean, but, um, I'm going to ask you this. What's your favorite body part to work out? Uh, honestly, uh, legs, uh, and, and, well, and, and the reason why is I did a lot of strongman competing and I was really good at deadlifts and squats. Like that was, that was pretty much. What I was best at. I was better at a lower body lifter than I was an upper body lifter. Least favorite part? Least favorite part. Uh, I enjoy to work it, but uh, probably uh, shoulders. Really? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was pretty decent at like doing like you know the shoulder press, but I was never great at it. So I was I was always bad. At, like I was never an awesome shoulder presser. Right, got yeah, he's got great traps, man. So I mean, you know, it's it's somebody told me one time, they said, "Damn, man, said, you, you know, you got a neck and you got traps, you can't buy those, and that's for sure." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, and all all that to me comes from deadlifts, like constantly pulling. You know, right? I I, I dig it for sure. I mean, you know. It is, but I mean, now and that's very cool. I, there's not many guys that are on stage that, that are big cats that have a big build and work out all the time, you know. So I, I, I think it's cool to find a guy, you know, that, you know, I can identify with, you know, that's the same. This is a big cat, except for I can identify with the lifting part. I can't identify with the guitar playing part. <laughs> so so I, I got to live that vicariously through you on that one, brother. Unless, you know, unless one day we get together and have some drinks and you show me out. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's funny. Most of the time, like, I'll be back stage or something, and they'll, I, I always think I'm the secured. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, where's the talent? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing over here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, can, I can believe that for sure, without a doubt. Um, now, when it, when it comes to you, you know, if we were driving down right now, we're going to go get some drinks, you know, at the club. What would be uh, playing on your, uh, 
music list right now? Uh, probably Blackberry Smoke. Sure. Uh, that's always good drinking music. Um, CZ Top. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Jeremy Payton. He's got some great music out. It's good drinking stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, and honestly, if you, anything Southern Rock, anything, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm all in. Uh, Whiskey Myers, uh, any of that. I'm good. Very cool. Now, what would something be on your playlist that somebody would go, damn, I can't believe you listened to that? Hmm. Well, let's see. Uh, well, I guess I don't know if most people would know this, but I'm a little bit of a, a metal guy. love metal. That, that uh, doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of a different genre. Okay, I, I will tell you this. I do love some Adele. That's that's I guess an odd one. That that would be out there. That would that would be a one. I mean, and I like I like Adele too. So I mean, you know, nothing against Adele. So I don't want nobody to start throwing rocks at you and I. You know, Leaf and I are giving credit there. But no, yeah, that's something different. I mean, if I all of a sudden I'm flipping through your playlist, that would be something definitely on there different. And I like that. You know, that's cool. Now, speak, uh, go ahead, go ahead, buddy. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Well, here's and one other. I always I was a big fan of the punk rock stuff. I, I also like Link, I like Link One Eighty Two and all that type of stuff. Bands like Lit. Uh, I'm a big nineties guy too. That's Love awesome. Me. That's awesome. Now, when it comes to uh, you know you putting things together and everything else, is who would be somebody that you would want to play that that you would want to do a cover with? If you could go back in time, who would it be? Man. I, I I guess I would say Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, "Life by the Drop." Nice, nice. And if there's somebody now you would play with that you'd sit there and say, "Yeah, man," and you'd cover a song, what would it be? Uh, okay, alive. Yes. Uh, I guess I would go with Charlie Star. Uh, I would uh love to do a good one coming on. Say that one more time, buddy. You kind of faded out. Uh, Charlie Starr from Blackberry Smoke. I'd love to do a good one coming on. Very cool. Very cool. Um, by the way, I have to make a comment, man. That guitar in your When Doves Cry video is ridiculous that dude's got there. Whose idea was that? Uh, oh, the big, like, five-neck guitar? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Well, okay. Obviously, we didn't use that on the recording, but at our local shop, music shop, Shreveport Music, they had one of these on display, and it wasn't even for sale. It was just like a looking piece. So, like, I know the guys know they're really cool, but I said, hey, can I borrow this for a music video? And they were like, yeah. So, let me borrow it. We shot the video. We gave it back for the day. <laughs> that is very cool. I love that, man. That is that is a talking piece right there, all by itself. I mean. Uh, uh, de definitely. And, by the way, that thing is so heavy. I mean, that is, it's, that's a wood right there. Oh, so so it really it really does carry that weight. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are legitly all like yeah. That that is uh, probably the heaviest guitar I've ever held easily. <laughs> and give them a shout out. What's the name of the place? Uh, Shreveport Music. Right on, man. Right on. They got they they got they do have an awesome guitar there, man. No doubt about that. Uh, that thing is cool. I didn't think about the weight of that until I was like, oh, maybe it's just a prop or whatever. I didn't I didn't know if it was legit or not. No, it's it's legit. Like you can plug it in, and like you can play it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I like the, I like you guys' idea better. All of you playing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, like we were like, okay, what would be the most stupid thing we could possibly? Do? Right. And, and that video was it. Which, uh, funny enough, that was actually just to be because I am a studio owner now. Um, that was an advertisement doing that song. The reason we did it was to be an advertisement for the studio. But then I was like, it's pretty good. Maybe we should just go ahead and release it. That is um, that's a great idea, man. What's the name of your studio? Uh, Steel Records. Steel Records. We're, uh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're in uh, the Grand Cane, Mansfield, Louisiana area. And uh, crazy enough, we are booked seven days a week now. So life's, life, life's going good in that area, for sure. Right on. What's the, what's the biggest plus to being a you know studio owner compared to being a musician? Uh, well, I mean, really the freedom to be able to do what you want to do and what you think equipment that you like, you know, having that time to really be able to make it how you want. Uh, I mean, not only that, but like if you're always playing on people's stuff, you're going to become a better musician and you're going to learn a lot of things. You know, I mean, I learn things from people every day that, I mean, somebody's got a different take or some, you know, different point of view that I get to take it in, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I was just the other day, you know, and, and uh, God rest his soul, I, I knew him well, but I was just at the late great Glenn Campbell's museum in Nashville the other day covering an event. And uh, you talk about a great guitarist. I mean, you know, man, you know, he can play any, yeah. a, anything. And uh, I, I just see that and he, people didn't know how much, he, you know, how many, how much session work he did before he became a name. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. And, uh, you know, I mean, so that, that's the idea as such. But when you, when you, what do you do when you come in and you see some young cat come in? Because obviously you're, you're a damn good guitarist. So what do you do when you see some young cat come in and all of a sudden who shines? And do you sit back and you say, man, that, that, that kid's got a future? Oh, dude, all the time. Uh, man, I meet talented people every day. And I'm just like, where did this guy come from? Uh, I, I mean, I, uh, there's, a, there's a guy, I'm not even sure if they even have the name for it, but uh, they used to be on a major label. They actually recorded some stuff with Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. And they're actually reforming their, like, the same musicians as a, as I guess you would say, a like red dirt country kind of southern rock group, and they are probably four of the best musicians I've ever seen in a group together. Wow. Uh, and I'll be straight up, just endless talent, all of them, just great players. Wow, that's really cool, man. I I, I love hearing that. You know, uh, how old were you when you started playing? Man, uh, I was probably about. 10. Uh, my father was a musician and my brother's a musician as well. They both played and did the tour and stuff. You know, they played all the time. And uh, so it was kind of a thing that, you know, like you can either be left out or you can be a part of it. You know? <laughs> Ain't nobody want to be left behind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you just want to sit around and watch people play all day. I mean, it is fun to listen to, but like you might as well try to learn, you know. Right, exactly. I, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, what would be the, what would be the best thing you learned growing up? Uh, you know, around you know family musicians that you still that you would teach today. Well, uh, no matter how good you think you are, always remember it's always somebody better, and like treat everybody you know equal. I mean, uh, I guess 
I just remember where you come from, you know? Uh, some- yeah, I, I, I dig it. I, I, I love that. I love the part of, you know, you know, there's always somebody better because there is. You know, and I love the idea of sitting there saying, because, you know, man, when you're going up, you got to remember, because, you know, sometime or another, somebody is going to replace you, you know? Yeah. And I like that, you know, and you treat those people good on the way up, because on the way down, you know, they, 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 they might, you know, you, you, want, you want that you want that mutual love back and forth. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it may be something that people enjoy, but it's really no different, like me playing guitar or singing. It's no different than somebody that's, you know, doing another craft. I'm just doing what I love, but it's, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make me any different from anybody else, you know? And, uh, I, I will say sometimes I'll say this, the best musicians I ever met, this is hands down, were the most humble down to earth people I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can agree. I can agree with that. I, I, I can agree with, you know, on, on the laid back part of it is, uh, musicians really put, you know, great musicians really put their stuff through their, through their music and through their instrument, and I can I can see that. Now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this because obviously I know you've uh, you know cut your teeth playing covers at some time or another. What what's your your least favorite cover to play because you've played it to death? Huh. Um, let's see. Least favorite cover. I, I would probably say "Sweet Emotion" by Aerosmith. And that's just because you because you played it to death. Yeah, but you know it's funny. I will say I still like every time the riff comes on, I still enjoy it. But God, I have played that song. <laughs> now, which one of the favorite ones when somebody comes in and says, "Man, I, I, I'm on that right now." A favorite cover that we that I ever got to do, just fun wise, I'm probably gonna have to say "Killing in the Name of" by Rage Against Machine. Wow, I didn't expect that. Oh, well, it was just fun. Uh, I mean, like I said, I, I, I played with a couple of people growing up, and uh, I was actually in a 90s cover band when I was, like, in high school. Or, yeah. So, yeah. So, I got to play quite a few different songs. You know, a lot of Alice in Chains, a lot of good stuff. Right, right, right. Song you've song that you wear, have worn out listening to and still will click it on tomorrow, right now. Song I've worn out listening to. This is going to be a weird one, uh, but uh, I guess uh, there's a song. It's called uh, it's, it's a kind of a pop punk song. It's a song called uh, "Big Vibes" by Seaway. I'm sorry, by who? Seaway. Uh, really? Yeah, they're kind of like they're it's kind of out there, but like I just like it's really good production. It sounds great. Songwriting's good, and it's just it's, it's really catchy. I, I, it's a guilty pleasure. Not gonna lie. Uh, hey, that's cool. I, I, I like that. I like that. So I asked you a couple. Fun, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple fun questions here as as we're winding things up. Scotch or bourbon? Oh, uh, bourbon. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm a Scotch by myself, but I, I dig an occasional good bourbon. I can dig it. Um, beer or wine? Uh, beer. Cool. Um, Night out, dancing, dinner and dancing, or a movie? Man, uh, I, I, I kind of, I do like dinner regardless, so I, I'm gonna go with the movie. <laughs> Horror or comedy? Comedy. You got a favorite? Uh, honestly, probably will always be Billy Madison or Step Brothers. 
Okay, cool. Very cool, man. Very cool. And uh, the, the Beach of the Mountains. Uh, beach. Nice, nice. I, I can I can dig it for sure. I like both, so I can, but I can I can I can dig it. I love I love the sun and the water, man. No doubt about it. Now, where can everybody find you on social media? You can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram. You can find me on TikTok, uh, which is new. Uh, you can find me uh, on Spotify. Literally every music streaming service that exists, I am on. Um, uh, Title. Deezer, um, there are so many now. Amazon, you know, YouTube Music. Uh, I'm available everywhere, um, and you and you can also you can even find uh, some of our stuff at Steel Records on on that Facebook page as well. If you're looking for some other content, okay, so very, very cool. Yeah, everybody like and subscribe. Uh, Leaf Shively's uh, YouTube channel is really cool, and I. And again, I love I love your videos, man. You know, I mean, you, you you post some good stuff on there, and I think it's really cool. And uh, do you have a website or a, or a merch page? We do not have a website and merch page. That is currently the the next thing now that that is going up. Uh, that is what we're moving into. Like so, that. Uh, that's that's definitely cool, man. I really appreciate you taking the time, brother. It has been such a Man, I'm telling you, man, you, you've got me as a fan. I mean, you know, I listen to some of your stuff, and I'm sitting there going, like, I dig this, and I do want more, so, and please, I want you to come back on. Yeah, man, for sure. I, I had a blast talking, dude. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, go check out Mr. Leaf Shively, and on June 10th, 2022, We Were In Love comes out. I got that right, right, buddy? Yes, sir. You know, go check it out. Go look up Pretend. I mean, that is absolutely, like I said, wow is what I written beside it. And go watch his video, When Doves Cry. I mean, he definitely rocks it. And uh, you want to hear some great guitar. Man, I mean, this these guys got some great guitars going on here. I mean, well done on that, brother. It's been a real pleasure. Lifebox Media Channel, we are out.